Oh, good to see y'all back for another installment. It's your man CJ Williams and we got another cultural classic for y'all. Today we're breaking down the eight studio albums from Kendrick before Kendrick. We got that Lupe list on deck for y'all. Born in the shy, Lupe has to have one of the most unique legacies in hip hop. From bringing skateboards to a hood near you to frequently being mentioned in the greatest lyricist of all time convos, he's covered a lot of ground. As usual, we're just ranking solo LPs, but definitely dive into the mixtape catalog. Them Fahrenheit joints all heat, no pun intended. Subscribe if you're new to the channel, start a dialogue with us in the comments and enjoy the show. Number eight, Lasers. Lupe's third studio LP was originally intended to be a triple album titled Lupe and D. Due to a contract dispute with Atlantic Records, that project would be shelved indefinitely. Okay, back to the drawing board. Fast forward to June 09, we get an announcement for the Great American Rap Album, which would also be shelved. Third time's a charm, right? After being held up by the label with no release date in sight, fans started a petition to get the project released and it quickly went viral. Maybe the label knew something we didn't. Commercially, the project would certainly exceed expectations. Debuting at number one on the Billboard 200 with sales of 200k copies in its first week, this one holds relatively all his commercial benchmarks. Lead single, The Show Goes On, would peak at number nine, still his highest charting single. That song he has with Trey, Out of My Head, would also peak at number 40, and it was all downhill from here. Oh, and All Black Everything would be kind of serviceable, I guess. If revisionist history is your thing, check it out. If they taught classes in school about music aging poorly, you could write a thesis on this joint. Lupe's always struck us as a lyricist, extremely focused on the pen, but quick to neglect other aspects of his artistry. That profile was confirmed with some of the choices he made on this one, including production, features, and sequencing. The production was an airball. Aside from the aforementioned tracks, each one of these songs sounds like a social experiment on how far people will bend to interpret art. We know that some decisions are out of the artist's control, so hopefully the shoe is fitting the right people with these critiques. But Skylar Gray and MDMA had no business being in the studio at the same time as Lupe. Whoever greenlit that really must have been on ecstasy. We can't really say his lyrical content played as big of a role in our displeasure with the record regardless. Going three for 12 is the kind of result that gets executives fired. We wouldn't have been mad at it either. Number seven, Food and Liquor 2. With an initial rollout date going all the way back to 2009, production for the album spanned a three year period from announcement to release. Following the disappointing reception of Fiasco's third album, Food and Liquor 2 sees the Chicago MC following up on his acclaimed debut nearly six years to the day. Pretty big shoes to fill. Lupe would try his hand with Pete Rock and CL Smooth's classic They Reminisce Over You with the lead single Around My Way, which we have no problems dubbing the best song on the project. There would be some fallout from Lupe's use of the sample, so much so that they would need to recreate the beat since CL Smooth didn't clear it. The only issue with the single being the best song on an album is that it leaves no room for upward mobility. Simply put, he got our hopes up, making us think maybe Lasers was just a fluke, a product of industry pressures. We're not saying this one is as bad as Lasers, it's not even close, but the album cover is pretty representative of the album's material. There isn't much on it. After doing some digging, we found there was more than meets the eye with his matted out cover art. Not only would all five of the album's singles share the same background, but his mixtapes, Enemy of the State and Friend of the People would also follow a similar theme. Apparently your boy saw it as a challenge for Atlantic Records, seeing if he could make them buy into the minimalist motif rollout. It would have even coincided with the song All Black Everything, which was supposed to make it on this track list before being put on lasers. That's certainly one way to send the label a message. His collab with Belial on How Dare You is definitely worth checking out. Strange Fruition, Form Follows Function, and the outro hood now are all pretty decent cuts too. Okay, maybe it's not that bad, but it did earn its spot second from the bottom. Battle Scars, 
Bitch Bad, Audubon Ballroom, and Heart Donor all are misses in our book. The latter featuring Pooh Bear, aka MDMA, under a different name. Food and Liquor 2 would sell nearly 90K in its first week, proof of a resiliently loyal fan base. Again, we know his greatest contributions are not from his commercial impact. We just thought it was worth noting that the project would earn Lupe his third and final top 10 debut. Title this one anything other than Food and Liquor or The Cool, and we'd probably be switching it with our number six spot. Number six, Drogas Light. Lupe's first album after leaving Atlantic showed us a completely different side of the MC. High profile features like Rick Ross, Big Crit, Ty Dolla confirmed Lupe's exile from the mainstream was more self-imposed than anything else. Do we want to hear Lupe going commercial? Nah, not quite. But the chemistry between artists like him, Ross, and Crit would add a much deeper dynamic to his material. We feel that up to this point in the ranking between production and replay value, we don't know what's holding these projects back more. Let us know down in the comments who are some mainstream artists you'd like to hear Lupe teaming up with. If you ask us, a Tunchi and Fiasco track is long overdue. Okay, now where were we? Oh, that's right, our sixth spot. Hold up, there's no way I'm reading that right. The worst critical reception of all his albums? That doesn't make sense. He said, what? All right, that makes more sense. Apparently Lupe referred to this project as a refinement of lasers, period. That's not a statement I would have doubled down on, but hey, to each their own. When talking about the rollout of his upcoming albums, Fiasco stated that the album was largely composed of material he got out of the vault, probably should have left it there. The standouts on here don't do a whole lot to separate it from the rest of the bottom tier projects. So this might be more of a pick your poison kind of situation. If that's the case, we'll definitely take the Ross and Crit track for 1000. Kill, Dopamine Lit, and Jump were some enjoyable listens to. Kill even features an early Victoria Monet feature, definitely a diamond in the rough. If we had to pick one reason to place this one over Food and Liquor 2, it would be the album's longevity. There really weren't too many moments we would revisit from the 2012 LP. Let this be a word of advice for any artists out there watching. Every aspect of your music is an investment. Some have major returns and some are lemons. Drogas Light just so happened to have production and features that landed this one just outside the top five. Now we get to the good stuff, but just a quick intermission for the Lupe stands out there. We're not taking anything away from his ability to rap. Dude is truly one of the greatest lyricists the game has to offer. But would you be recommending any of these projects to a new listener who's trying to get into his music? Let us know down in the comments. Who are your top five rappers whose skills don't always translate into the music? Okay, back to business. Number five, The Cool. Before you run and hit the dislike button and say the whole list is trash, hear us out. Yes, this album has some of Lupe's best songs and we appreciate the creativity that went into the concept behind the album. But we think between overhyping the actual execution of said concept and stamping this one classic before properly shelving it, we haven't given an updated appraisal on how well or poorly the project has aged. Focusing on characters introduced in his debut, The Cool would be released to near universal acclaim. Even as recently as 2023, four-time NBA champ Steph Curry gave The Cool its flowers, calling it his favorite album of all time we respect it. Just by going against the grain, we know this will be a hot take. Just make sure you don't misquote us. We wouldn't call this one a bad album by any means. Just one that people might be remembering with rose-tinted lenses on. While the album did open new doors for Lupe and his artistry, a decent amount of these tracks, whether due to production, repetition, or execution, aren't sounding too good right now. Fans quickly picked up on the album's darker nature when comparing it to Food and Liquor. Dropping during a tumultuous time in Lupe's life, not only would he lose his 
his father and good friend Stack Bundles. His business partner Chili, who served as co-executive producer of the album, would be sentenced to 44 years in prison. We understand the standards we're grading on are different during the era when this came out in, but that's what really separates the greats. The ability to see the writing on the wall, anticipate trends versus following them, and having the vision to make timeless music, which is what makes joints like The Coolest, Superstar, and Paris Tokyo stand out even more throughout the catalog. No, Lupe didn't follow trends, he just worked so hard to oppose them that their music suffered in the process. At a lengthy 19 tracks deep, we think this one could use some serious revisions. Go Baby and Dumb It Down or uh, all throwaways if we keeping it a band. In addition to the three essentials we mentioned earlier, Little Weapon and Streets on Fire are safe, but most of these other joints, not so much. The Cool would still earn Lupe his second consecutive Grammy nomination for Best Rap Album. Not to mention another three nominations for Best Rap Solo Performance, Rap Song Collaboration, and Best Rap Song. Following its recent platinum certification, Lupe would label this his best project, equating its sales and impact to its quality. For us, the inconsistency is the album's biggest drawback, allowing us to comfortably say that he perfected his approach to music making in the more recent years of his career. Number four, Tetsu and Youth. Cited as a return to form, Tetsu and Youth would see Lupe getting praise he hadn't enjoyed since the cool. Drawing the title's inspiration from a character of the same name in the acclaimed manga series Akira, Lupe would state, for me, Tetsu sounds cool. Hey, when you control supply and demand, you can call your own shots. We don't know how this project would be brought up in the same conversation as 2013's Yeezus, but in response, Lupe expressed his plans on moving away from abstract interpretations, instead planning on making it simple enough for you to understand exactly what I'm talking about from the time that you hear it. Anybody who's familiar with Miro knows that was a lie. Then again, that's what garnered so much respect from his audience to begin with. There was a blog for Lupe fans on Tumblr that would confirm the suspected guest appearances on the album, including Rick Ross, Big Crit, Chance the Rapper, and Ed Sheeran, among others. We learned our lesson, don't believe everything you read online. While we're glad that Ed Sheeran collab never materialized, a Lupe and Chance team up sounds kinda dope. Would y'all be interested in a list of dream collabs from the same city? I mean, we might have something there. The album's lone single, Deliver, wasn't bad, definitely a step up from whatever was going on on Food & Liquor too. but it was the surrounding tracks that made us lean forward in our chairs. Dots and Lines is so smooth and melodic that we couldn't help but to run it back a few times before moving on to the next song. Adoration of the Magi and They Resurrect Over New are both great examples of Lupe and his comfort zone. But did we talk about Mural? Nine minutes of bars and flow changes that come together to weave the tapestry of what he embodies as an artist. Definitely a career-defining masterpiece. Don't believe us? We challenge you to find another trilogy of recurring songs across his LP. Say what you want about him as an artist or musician, Fiasco has established a pattern of not revisiting material. He couldn't help but to run it back with Mural Jr. and Miss Mural. Keep him coming, he ain't missed yet. While we still don't know what the album cover is supposed to represent across the board, it's no doubt this album was a labor of love. Improved production, features, and deliveries mark the start of our top five, but not quite the peak. Number three, Drogas Wave. In an interview with Billboard leading up to the album's release, Lupe revealed the concept behind the album. It's about a group of slaves on a slave ship on their way from Africa to the West Indies and they are thrown off the boat. But they didn't die. They stayed alive and lived under the sea. And they dedicated their lives to sinking slave ships. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Though not technically a double album, the 24-track LP would be split into two sides. Part one, wave. Part two, drogas. Side note, drogas is Spanish for drugs. Lupe would flip that into an acronym standing for don't ruin us, God said. We like to coin the term annotation rapper. What do we mean by that? Basically with artists like Lupe, MF Doom, or Ghostface, you won't understand their material without running to genius first. We recommend checking out Holly Selassie, Q, 
King Nas, Down, and Miro Jr. if a 98-minute album seems too daunting. That's really the main takeaway dropping this one from the top two contention. Trimming this one down to its essentials would easily yield his best body of work. You know it's too many songs on your album when you have one feature making six appearances on the same project. You did your thing though, Nicki, we not hating. We also think the same criticism negatively impacted its reception in the media. We can't think of any other reasons it would be getting scores comparable to Food and Liquor 2. Number two, Drill Music and Zion. Finished in just 72 hours, Lupe was a man on a mission with his eighth album. That work ethic translated into one of his most concise and complete bodies of work yet. Just 10 tracks and 40 minutes long, the project is definitely uncharacteristic when comparing it to the rest of his albums, but no complaints over here. In a tweet back in August of 2021, Lupe would call the project My Illmatic. We can see the comparisons. Initially planning to record the whole album in a day's time, Lupe was inspired by the Japanese concept of wabi-sabi. We didn't know what it meant either. It's the concept of appreciating the beauty and imperfection. Even the album's title is a head fake. Being completely unrelated to drill music, the title would come from a scene in The Matrix Reloaded. If nothing else, we promise you'll learn something new when digging into these projects. Resembling his artwork from Tetsu and Youth, we don't know what this one symbolizes either. Regardless, the album as a whole is one of the most consistent. A few tracks caught our ear in particular though. Seattle, Naomi, On Phonim, and Miss Mural all need to be on Lupe's essential playlist for sure. Ultimately, the album would revolve around the dire state of hip-hop. Look no further than on Phonim for the rapper's thoughts on the genre's mortality rate. Definitely our favorite outro, strong argument for his best as well. With the assistance of Soundtrack, who assisted Lupe with Kick Push and Superstar, Lupe would flex his muscle behind the boards with credits on all 10 tracks. Preceded by two singles, Autobado and Drill Music and Zion, this would be Fiasco's first album to miss the 200 completely. This goes to show, some of the best material the world has to offer won't impact the masses until it's too late. Number one, Food and Liquor. Hove was so impressed by Fiasco's feature on Touch the Sky that he agreed to sign on as executive producer for his debut album, Food and Liquor. Playing on the concepts of human duality, the good being the food, the bad being liquor, the album touches on everything from poverty and racism to individuality and terrorism. Taking a deeper look at the album cover, fans will notice things like a Quran, a Nintendo DS, a Banksy postcard, and a robot, all meticulously selected by Lupe, of course, all everyday items he carried with him which held significant value. We get the Quran and maybe even the DS, but what's the story behind the robot, Lupe? We don't know what factors helped the Chicago MC break the mold out the gate. Was it Kanye's involvement behind the boards, Jay's veteran leadership behind the wheel, or Lupe's uncontrollable need to break through with a message? We don't know, but it spawned one of the best debuts of the decade. Aside from one of his most impactful songs in Kick Push, the album's track list is adorned with bangers like Daydreaming, Hurt Me Soul, Pressure, and Just Might Be Okay, the latter of which would finally get a music video released nearly a decade later. The album would receive Lupe's strongest reviews to date, help polarize skateboarding culture throughout the hood, and grab the torch from Common in Chicago's next iteration of conscious rap. Due to an incomplete count on the sound scan numbers, Lupe would initially debut at number 12. Ultimately, his 81,000 copies sold would be enough for a number eight debut. Not only would this be declared hip-hop's album of the year by many publications, it would snag him three Grammy nominations, including his only win, grabbing the gold for best urban alternative performance. You just had to be there. Yeah, it's a song or two we had to put under the magnifying glass. Obviously a product of a different time. American Terrorist is the audio equivalent of an expiration date. Sunshine, the instrumental, and He Say, She Say missed the mark. But we can't get them all right. Congratulations, Lupe fans and theorists, you made it. Whether you agreed or disagreed with the list, let's keep it respectful in the comments. Can we get a like just for creativity? We know for a fact you've never seen a ranking like this. Subscribe if you haven't and share it with your out-the-box friends. I'm CJ Williams for CT. I'm out.